After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. A universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to the first episode of that Universal Podcast for 2022. I'm Nick, and on this episode I'm joined by Mr. D. Hello there, and if you listened last week, Happy New Year again, and if you didn't, then Happy New Year. Yep. Happy January. Happy Happy January, the month of <laughs> vegans, and also, is it is it the month when you're supposed to be teetotal as well? Yeah, dry yeah. January. Yeah. That's it, yeah. It's a shame that they couldn't, you know, between the two, uh, the two camps, they couldn't have uh, chosen separate months, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone that wants to be uh, trying veganism for the first time wants to be sober. Uh, Well, there is that. I mean, obviously, whatever you drink would have to be vegan friendly, but I'm sure that I'm sure that exists. Oh, lots of lots of uh, lots of stuff is. There are weird ones like um, I found out the other day that Jack Daniels isn't vegan. Because in uh, America, where they obviously produce uh, Jack Daniels for the world, they mm-hmm. use, uh, in their sugar, they use bone char. Oh, right. So wow. that would make it not vegan. Yeah, who would have thought that? Ex- exactly. Um, a lot of spirits are generally vegan, but you do get things like wine, which there's some filtration which uses like sheep uh, uh not not bladders, but um, actually might be, you know, yeah. it's it's like awful essentially that they filter stuff yeah. through. So that would that would also determine it not to be vegan. It's very mm. weird. Yeah, but uh, I'm not a vegan, so it's you right. You don't it's have right. to be. Uh, yeah, whether you're vegan or whether you're not, you can still get bladdered. I've definitely yes. been bladdered a few times. <laughs> yes, correct. Well, Greg isn't here, but uh, I can I can confirm that's the case uh, as well. Yeah. Um, now. We're going to have to try and do a bit of recreation here, which isn't going to be great for the listeners, but we just recorded about 11 minutes of intro and then realised that the the new production software that I bought for us to use um, last year at a fair cost um, failed again, so we've lost it. Well, you've got my input, but you haven't got Mr D's input, which is obviously more than half the fun has gone then if you're not there so um 
I think we'll have to try and cover some of of the bits that we missed out on because there was some good bits that we talked about. There was some and good bits, yeah. One of the things uh, we were talking about, so we'll talk about again the chat group that we have on Facebook. Um, yeah. And on that, um, we have one for different podcasts, and uh, we were talking today about ideas for this this particular podcast going forward. If there was things that we could do differently, we haven't actually come up with any new ideas yet. So if you do have any, uh, let us know. Um, send us an email at universalafterdark uh, at gmail.com or disafterdark at gmail.com because it will be picked up by somebody eventually, I promise. Um, but if you've got questions, if you've got segment ideas, things that you want us to cover, then let us know. Um, but one of the, the better contributions from uh, Mr. the talented Mr. Ripley was uh, mm-hmm. suggesting that maybe we don't do two episodes a month of this uh, this show. Um, That's having, a good idea. Yeah, having having not realised that we haven't done that since uh, at least at least twenty nineteen, if not earlier than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just great that people that are on this podcast are paying attention uh, to everything. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else did and we then talk? we were we talked about well, we were mentioning the fact oh, that I've just well, yeah. I've, so you asked me well you've got to ask me what I'm drinking. I, right? I do, I do. So as we would normally do, we will start off the show by looking at what's going on in the parts and we'll look at um stuff that's going on outside of the parts. But I did ask you what you were drinking. So tell the listeners again, because well, they haven't heard it the first time, what, what you're actually yeah. drinking. <laughs> so what I'm drinking is I'm I'm drinking one of my Christmas drinks. So I've got a few things at Christmas. Last week um, on the show, I was drinking a Christmas gin, which is basically a red gin that's flavoured with spices. But this week, I've got another gin, but it's a Christmas pudding gin. So it's in it, and it really does smell and taste like Christmas pudding. And it comes in a bottle, a round bottle, which is shaped and decorated like a Christmas pudding. And it's called um, Sixpence Pud, I think. Is sixpence pood gin, is and that, then you asked me. <laughs> I, I, I did ask you. Um, well, I didn't ask you because I know, I know yeah. what a Christmas pudding is. But because a lot of our demographic are American and aren't actually mm-hmm. British, they probably don't know what a Christmas pudding is. So then I asked you, yeah. if you and and yeah. I tell you why I asked you this because I was really struggling. I was like thinking, yeah. if, if somebody asked me what a Christmas pudding is, I'd struggle. You actually mm-hmm. had a very good explanation. So what? How would you describe a Christmas pudding to our American listeners? Okay, so it's a it's a traditional uh, dessert, and there are a number of British traditional Christmas desserts. Christmas pudding is probably the central one, and then you have other things like mince pies, which isn't meat. It isn't the mince isn't meat. It's a spicy mix of dried fruits and various things. So that's also a dessert. And then you have things like Christmas cake and Stalin, which isn't British, actually, that's German. But those are all traditional things. But Christmas pudding is something you would normally have on Christmas Day. And it's a very dense, dark, rich um, pudding, which is a sort of heavy, heavy cake, but really laden with uh, fruit, dried fruit, like, Current sultanas, raisins, sometimes cherries, sometimes there's nuts in there, um, but 
often it is it's got um, a booze element, so brandy or something in there as a brandy flavour, and then it comes served warm with something like uh, a whipped cream or a brandy butter or a brandy cream or maybe custard. Um, and yeah, I love it. I mean, we we get one every year. Wouldn't it wouldn't be Christmas without a Christmas pudding? No, I'm I'm very much with you on that. Um, yeah, you Christmas doesn't feel right, does it? Uh, without one, yeah. I didn't I didn't have one this year. I, I have one, but I've not eaten mm-hmm. my one because my mother in law injured herself uh, before Christmas. She's only just got out of hospital, so we didn't have Christmas yeah. dinner with her as we were planning to, and mm-hmm. I couldn't just cook it for myself because I'd be yeah. in it for days afterwards. But uh, yeah. I will do. Um, but yeah. I did observe in your description of uh, mm-hmm. something dense, dark, uh, fruity, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, full of booze. Um, yeah. So, do we know anybody like that? Yeah, Craig is a human Christmas pudding. I think he is, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we'll be updating you. If he doesn't do it himself, we'll be updating his name in that group chat. <laughs> so, we know <laughs> we know who he is. Um, and, well, we, uh, um, like you, we normally. Uh, we normally get a Christmas pudding for Christmas Day, but mm. we will. But because they keep for so long, we will normally buy one right after Christmas when they're like fifty percent off or whatever. And then later in the year, and actually, it started a couple of years ago. Um, and I know this is a Universal podcast, but when my daughter worked for Disney, uh, she missed Christmas at home because she had Christmas in Florida, which was, was great. But when she came back. Um, she had lamented at the time that she'd missed Christmas Day and Christmas dinner, and we mm. we'd done a little video and we'd done some FaceTime and that sort of thing. But when she came back, we we did Christmas dinner, the whole works, the turkey, the Christmas pudding. We had crackers on the table. We decorated the table. We didn't decorate the house, but we decorated the table mm. with our Christmas tablecloth and etc. Cetera, et cetera. And so you know, we, we we will do that. We'll probably do that again this year. We'll probably have a a mock Christmas Sunday lunch, maybe around Easter time, which is kind of weird, but um, it's just become a bit of a thing. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll probably do something similar. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my my, my mother in law's recuperation is going to be a while. Um, yeah, but I went into she doing okay though. Yeah, she she fell over a kid's toy um, when mm-hmm. she was looking after uh, my kids and uh, fell over and broke her kneecap. Ouch. Like literally the week it was the the Monday. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was the day we recorded our Patreon shows that she'd done it. Um mm-hmm. it was that last Monday before Christmas and yeah. obviously when she goes in we don't know exactly what's happened. We know it's she's hurt herself, um, mm-hmm. but we don't know how bad it is and everything like that. And you know, we're obviously um hoping it's not too serious and she'll be out for Christmas and they told us what it was and when she was going to be operated on. And she was, you know, it was all done very quickly. Like she went in on a Monday, she got operated on the Tuesday. Um, and so we thought, oh, there's a chance that she might be uh, home for Christmas. Um, but we knew that she wouldn't be able to uh, come to us. We'd have to go to her, which is fine. You know, you pack up the car and all, all that. Um, yeah. But uh, because of the, uh, you know, what she'd had done and she had to be in a certain uh condition be able to do certain things before they could release her and all that she didn't actually come out mm. until uh new year's eve eve well 
So yeah. she was in for Christmas and, you know, most of the next week. She only got out, I think, on the Friday uh, the yeah. following week. So, um, yeah, it sucked That's a um, yeah. for her. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, I mean, it's a, with that kind of injury. Um, and mm. she's not she's not old. Um, but, uh, yeah, they reckon about six months before she'll like mm. be completely back to normal. So... Um, she wasn't so, babysitting Macaulay Culkin, was she? It wasn't one of those little, little toys. Yeah, yeah, my kids had a load of micro machines they just threw all over the floor. Um, uh, funny enough, actually, I'll tell you what, it, it was a Disney toy that she tripped over. Oh, no. Yeah, we had, um, when when my daughter was very, uh, very little, we bought her this um, Disney Princess Stable. Um, it was a really weird thing. They, it was like Fisher-Price, they had these... Uh, princesses on on horses they were all cartoony and they kind of clip-clopped along like you mm. shuffled them down a ramp and they would like you know kind of move a little bit like a horse and uh it was the food that the horses ate that she stood on and mm. uh it was just you know it wasn't i don't think it was dark i just think she she just hadn't seen it on the floor and you know just mm. went straight over but um she's a she's a mm. bit calamitous mm-hmm. i love her I love a mother-in-law, mm-hmm. which is unusual, mm-hmm. no, for, for a lot of people. But, uh, you know, she's great. But she's very, very clumsy. So mm-hmm. uh, I think for Christmas next year, we're just going to buy her a, a, either a bubble or a bubble wrap suit yeah. that she can right. she can cruise around in to try yeah. and stop her hurting herself uh, further. But, uh, yeah. But uh, what I was getting mm-hmm. to was we had – so we had uh, our Christmas dinner. And um, uh, what do we – what do we have – we hadn't we had an alternative meat as we would do because we don't eat meat. Um, we had a meatloaf. We had a vegan meatloaf that we picked up in a supermarket, and it was a choice between that and a, and a vegan turkey. Um, mm-hmm. My wife said, oh, we'll, we'll have the meatloaf because it'll be something a bit different." Um, but when I was shopping about a week later, um, those vegan turkeys were like about eighty percent off. Yeah, so I yeah. bought one to stick in the freezer. So we will at Good some man. point do do what you've done. Uh, have yeah. an alternative Christmas at a different time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No harm in that, is there? No, no. Having, having, having extra your mother-in-law stuff. definitely deserves a good knees up. Exactly. Uh, well, that <laughs> knees up is what got her in this situation in the first place. <laughs> um, I am drinking out of my uh, Halloween Horror Nights 29 Universal Monsters uh, glass. This is the glass that uh, was based on the, the house, the Universal Monsters house, mm-hmm. which was fantastic um and i'm drinking a um fever tree uh blood orange soda which is very nice i've never had it before and i was a little bit worried how it was going to be but uh if you like Mm -hmm. um because blood orange is a different flavor to orange isn't it you know i think it's more it's it's got a stronger taste but um it's really good and of course the thing that I, i didn't even think about with this glass is it is bright red it is the mm. perfect beverage to have in a in a Universal Monsters glass. So oh, yeah. uh, there you go. If you want a tip, nice one. Uh, go and do mm. that. Um, but we've done enough talking for now. Let's go and have a look um, at what's mm. been going on inside the parks. So, Mr. D, do you want to talk mm-hmm. about the, the, the main news? Or do you want to talk about some smaller bits? Um... Well, I had, a, I had a few bets. I mean, um, the first one that that um, I had on my list was uh, that 
uh, Shrek 4D is is no more. It's gone, and the um, the walls are up. The construction walls are up, and um, there's all sorts of rumours. And there's been a bit of I think Universal have been teasing people a little bit about minions, about potential second minions attraction. What do you think of that? I think that's uh, well. Further, up, further update on that. So mm-hmm. Universal released a short viral clip on their Twitter today of mm-hmm. um, the Shrek building in the background and in the foreground was an onion. Yeah. And then that onion was replaced with a banana. Yes. So um, I believe Ryan came into the group and said, show, like, shared the clip and said, oh, that's the confirmation yeah. of Minions then. I made mm-hmm. a joke about it could be Donkey Kong. It's definitely not going to be Donkey Kong people. Um, But within the last uh, few hours, um, the construction walls have started going up and Mm -hmm. there are minions all over the construction walls. Mm. So I think if there was any doubt in anybody's mind after seeing that clip, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what's happening. What's weird with the construction walls is that the minions are very stylized. I would say like um I suppose like a sixties kind of pop art version of the minions. Yeah. So rather than having how the minions traditionally look, this looks like a lot more, you know, it's very bold lines around the characters and mm-hmm. um so which the rumour um that I think Chris Ripley talked about a few months ago when this story kind of first surfaced that Shrek was going, um, mm-hmm. is that this was going to be based around uh, Villains Con, which was a, a part of the first Minions movie, which mm-hmm. was, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think was set in the mid-60s. Um, right. I say that yeah. because I remember the soundtrack having things like the Kinks on it. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's when it was set. Um, so it's very possible that the reason why they're using uh, minions that look in that kind of 60s style is because that that kind of confirms that it is going to be based around the villains con segment from yeah. uh, the the first minions uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know that for sure, but that was the rumor before any of this stuff happened and it just yeah. adds a, a further layer to it. So, uh yeah minions is definitely going in there lots of rumors about what is going to be uh, put in that space in terms of what kind of attraction um mm-hmm. the rumor that chris had and some other people have uh ran with as well is that this is going to be like a walking attraction so it's not mm. going to be an actual ride it's going to be right. uh, a walk for experience um mm-hmm. whether that means with uh, some kind of headset i don't know yeah. Um, Universal haven't gone down uh, the virtual uh, reality kind of way with um, with the, in, in the parks, really. But they have, uh, in Japan, used mm. augmented reality with glasses. So yeah. whether or not that might play into it, I don't mm. know. Um, yeah. Well, there's another rumor about a virtual reality experience that could be coming. Is there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, 
I'm looking forward to the new attraction. Um, I'm, I'm, I didn't hate Shrek 4D. I know it was tired and it needed an update, but I'm slightly sad to see it go, but it had to go. So look forward to seeing the new attraction. Minions, if it's Minions, that's fine. Bit of surprise that they've got two Minions attractions so close together, but it's well, a popular franchise and there's another Minions movie coming, isn't there? Is it this year? Uh, it is, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. a bit later on. Um, okay. When we look at the the release slate, slate for the year, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, because I, I was explaining this to my wife earlier, my wife, because um, I said to her, uh, you know, Shrek closed uh, yesterday and today the walls have gone up and they've got minions on them. I said, so it's going to be a minions attraction. I said, but what's what I find weird with that is that you've got the Despicable Me attraction on one side of the street, and on the other side of the street, you're ne- you know facing it, you're now going to have a minions mm-hmm. attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because I mean the Shrek 4D building is obviously massive because mm-hmm. it didn't have one theatre it had two theatres yeah. in there um, now for a long time they've pretty much only been using one theatre because mm-hmm. of capacity they've not needed to run both theatres and um, as as we've experienced ourselves that second theatre is mm-hmm. obviously uh been used for uh, Halloween Horror Night mazes yes, quite often, yeah. so I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know if they started clearing out that second theatre uh, already uh, mm-hmm. in preparation for this because they knew it wasn't going to be used anymore, or mm-hmm. if they've waited and they're going to do the whole thing together. And nor do we know because if they if they convert that whole building into a Minions attraction. That's one less building they've got, or one less soundstage yeah. they've got to be able to do a, a maze in. So they'd have to find somewhere yeah. else to do a maze. So mm-hmm. a lot of questions here, really, as, mm-hmm. into what they're going to do with the space yeah. and how much of it's going to be used. Yeah, but interesting that they've that they've flagged that it's a minions attraction so so quickly. Really, that it's not really the style, is it? Universal. Universal. They're normally quicker than Disney at announcing mm. what they're going to do. Now, this is an announcement. Like they haven't come out and said this is a Minions attraction. What they what they normally yeah. do when they're ready to announce it to the world is they'll say to you, "New Minions attraction. This is what it's going to be, or this is what mm. it's going to be based on." Or you know, some details. They they might not give everything away, but it'll give you an idea of what to expect. Um, yeah. We haven't had that yet, and knowing our luck, that will probably come out just after this episode drops. Because uh, that's Sod's law, um, yeah. So it's not. I'm not surprised that they've done it in the way that they have. But mm-hmm. I would have thought that doing it as blatantly as they have, there should have been yeah. a press release stating this is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Well, like Velocicoaster. I mean, he didn't admit to Velocicoaster until it was pretty much opened. I don't think. Um, yeah, everybody knew what it was, but. No, they 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 announced it. I think about six months after they started construction. Yeah, we all knew what it was going to be, but they didn't actually put out the first photos of the ride vehicles mm-hmm. or um, yeah. the artist's impression until it was fairly yeah. into construction. Now, what uh, Chris had said previously with this mm-hmm. is that this is expected to be quite a quick quick turnaround, which means. 
they're either not going to do very much in that space, um, yeah. or they'd already started doing stuff in the second theatre, and so it's Ooh. just you know what they're going to do the rest of the space. Um, but I think he was suggesting that this could open up um, later on this year, which will be interesting if mm. that's the case. But again, at the moment, there is no confirmation from Universal what this is going to be and when it's going to uh, be ready. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a, I think that was an, a, an original rumor that it would open up the time for the for the movie. But which has been last... delayed like twice yeah. already. You know. Yeah, but I think it's unreal, unrealistic. I think 2023 is more likely, I think, than 2022, given that they've only just started it. Again, it depends what it is, I suppose. But, uh, well, that's it, because, I mean, the thing is, Universal traditionally are pretty quick at turning things around. Mm-hmm. I mean, Velocicoast, I think, was about 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Transformers was also less than a year and a half when yeah. they started that, and that was a big project. Yeah. So Universal are much quicker at putting this yeah. stuff together than than Disney have ever been. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, Fast and Furious was only about three weeks, wasn't it? <laughs> and it shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, if I was if I was a betting man, I would have said next year. You know, I'd have thought about a yeah. year, but again it depends we don't know what's going in there or how they're doing it so Mm -hmm. there is every chance it could be something quite quick um Mm -hmm. i mean i was talking to um i was talking to lewis and cat on dis after dark uh, dis after dark (laughs) dis down (laughs) under um because they were talking about the void and i was um talking to them um about the uh the fact that the void's like gone now but my brother actually called me up last night um Hello, bruv, he'll be listening to this. Um, and um, we, were, we were talking about the Void uh, because he got some, he got a VR headset for Christmas. He got like a, an Oculus. So we were mm-hmm. talking about that a little bit and we talked about the Void. And because yeah. did you ever do the Void? No, I wanted to, but it was gone before we got a chance. So when we did it, um, it's very weird because you could see from the outside, it was basically, it looks a little bit like... Um, completely enclosed cubicles you know like when you go mm-hmm. to an office and you've got uh, little cu- desk cubicles yeah. they've got like a like a kind of partition mm-hmm. around them uh like yeah. three quarters of the right way around then you you know obviously your desk is there um yeah. so it, it was like it was like rows of those right. just like you know 15 or 20 of those but they were but they were all enclosed from the outside yeah. Um, and then each of them had like a doorway. Now you go into the first one, you get your equipment, you put your your helmet on, and then you know obviously everything changes from that point on. You know that all you're doing is walking through these partitioned rooms, yeah. but you yeah. don't know what's in them. Now uh, I'm guessing not very much, but one thing that the void did is they tried to create a sense of environment so mm-hmm. we did the um secret i think it was called secrets of the empire the star wars one and there was one section of the experience when you were walking on rocks mm-hmm. but you when you were walking you felt like you were walking on rocks so it must have been when we was in that room there were mm-hmm. things all over the floor 
to make you right. feel like you was experiencing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So if Universal going down that route with this, that would be very, very quick to put up mm-hmm. because it's the technology that's, you know, that uh, is doing all the work. You're not yeah. actually having to make sure that, you know, the walls look pretty or they're set pieces. So, mm-hmm. you know, it really depends on what they're doing. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to be that kind of experience. I think in, in the current climate, it's probably still a little bit too early to get that stuff going again. Um, yeah. But I'd welcome it. I think it'd be good fun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I think you're probably right. I think it'll probably be next year. Uh, yeah. But we'll wait for the press release, see what they come up with. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. What did you what so what did you hear about VR then? Well, um so the other piece of news then is that uh the permits have been filed for the demolition of Fear Factor. And hmm. the rumor is and it's there's been a rumor that that's going to be a Diagon Alley extension for quite some time. Hmm. Um but I did read online about a rumor that that would be a vr um attraction harry potter themed attraction where you're you've got a vr and you're riding on a broomstick not, not a lot of detail more than that but <laughs> that would be more of a, a, a sort of vr type of attraction nice um, yeah i think it i think it's um, i think it'd be good if they had something like that because mm-hmm. it's something that they haven't already got yeah yeah you know it's a different experience yeah. isn't it so mm-hmm. yeah i guess just i suppose it isn't like covid friendly you know i mean we want to believe that we'll that we will get out of covid and i'm sure we will but i suppose if you're if you're designing theme park attractions these days you're probably thinking about that a little bit and you know sanitizing the headsets and if it's a headset um, and that sort of thing is is another is another factor that people have got to think about. But um, I, I'm, I'd be quite excited about it. I'd I'd like to try it. I think the VR technology's come on a long way. Um, I mean, we went to see that War of the Worlds VR experience at, mm. in London last year, and I would say that that technology is is a bit dated. Um, it's definitely not cutting edge, but the experience was still good. I mean, I'd love to see like a, a latest technology version of that. But uh, yeah, it, 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 I think it's good. I think I'd be interested in that if, it, if that proved to be true. Well, I think Brian was talking about it possibly on uh, Disney last week about the fact mm-hmm. that um, Smugglers Run, like the graphics already look a little bit out of date on that. Mm. And that's also yeah. quite a new attraction, and and that's that's the that's the problem at the moment is that, um, you know, with you know, four K is now kind of the new standard, um, but eight mm-hmm. K is also being used in instances yeah. as well. hasn't quite made it to gaming yet, but it's only a matter of time. So mm-hmm. each time there is an evolution like that, things look yeah. far more uh, impressive. So. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. The technology is it's very clever. Um, yep. And I feel that it's got a place in theme parks. Um, so, yeah. But it, as you say, it's the, it's the 
it's a sanitization of of the equipment and i remember mm-hmm. when we went when we did the void um yeah they were wiping the headsets i mean you know this is you know obviously a few years before covid um mm-hmm. but you know before you got your headset they were wiping them down uh, before giving them to you and you know i wonder if they you know because i don't know what the technology was they were using was it like a Sometimes with these things, like I remember SeaWorld when they had the VR coaster, it was essentially mm-hmm. a smartphone, wasn't it? Uh, there right. was in a, a VR uh, helmet. Didn't do that one. Yeah, um, we didn't last very long. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think Alton Towers did the same thing. And so you was wearing a what looked like a VR headset, but mm-hmm. what you was actually looking at was like a Samsung smartphone that was right. playing the, yeah. the the footage. So mm-hmm. if there is a way of, you know, if they're using that kind of technology where the video component is is removable, mm-hmm. you could probably clean those headsets very quickly um, mm-hmm. in like a, like a, a steam cleaner um, type thing yeah. uh, and have those ready quite quickly. But you'd still need a lot of them to be able to mm-hmm. keep up with demand. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. If only there wasn't a pandemic, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also as well, uh, mm-hmm. at the same time that, that Shrek 4D closed forever, um, we mm. said goodbye to the mummy, but not forever. Uh, not this forever. is just a temporary um, closure. But they yes. have said that they expect it to reopen late summer. Mm-hmm. Um. It mm-hmm. sounded it sounded like they were doing quite a lot because like the some of the track was being replaced, um, yeah. or a fair bit of the track was being replaced. So, um, mm-hmm. it's, that sounds a little bit quick to me. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's just replacement of the track, I mean, I'm assuming that the track will still take the same route or whatever. Um, mm. Then I could see that being relatively quick to mm. do, relatively. Obviously, it's got to be tested and everything else. Um, but they're also going to tweak some of the theming, aren't they? Um, some mm. some rumours about like Brendan Fraser coming out of it, that sort of thing. So it'll be interesting to see what it's like. Hopefully, hopefully it will still be the great attraction that it is, and they won't they won't kind of dilute it too much. But uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, It'll be up and running. We're still planning to go end of October, beginning of November. So I'd definitely be hoping that um, the mummy is up and running and it's, a, it's as good or better than it was before. Yeah, I think I think by Halloween Horror Nights, definitely. I mean, yeah. you know, when they say late summer, I guess that probably means to them like August. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say September is probably a safe bet for that being um, yeah. ready. So... Uh, like you, it's you know, obviously because I only go at Halloween Horror Nights, uh, I, you know, it's become a, a kind of ritual um, mm-hmm. that I'll even do it during the event as well because normally yeah. the, the the ride time's quite short um, yeah. or the queue yeah. time's quite short. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I hope selfishly that it's it's open in time for Halloween Horror Nights. Just just in a very very rare uh, chance that I might be going this year. I don't think I will be, but if I do, then I definitely mm-hmm. want to see the mummy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. What else did you uh, did you see? 
tickled your fancy? Well, I mean, you know, it's uh, it just seems like Disney can't do something but Universal copy. Because um, did you see the the piece about uh, the fire engine in Islands of Adventure this week? No, I a, didn't. Yeah, they had a small fire. Oh. Um, so the fire truck and rescue vehicle drove across the bridge at, uh, at City Walk there in response to a small fire. There's not a lot of details about actually where it was. It obviously wasn't anything serious and I don't think anybody was in any way endangered. But, um, but yeah, just funny that it was only a couple of weeks ago that Disney had a, a similar kind of incident where uh, they had a fire truck go up Main Street and now you've got a fire truck go, go through City Walk and there's some pictures of it online. Um, yeah, nothing serious, thankfully. It's uh... fast and furious and burn down. Thank <laughs> God for that. <laughs> Save the ride. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's a small world after all between Disney and Universal. It, is. With it that definitely happening. is. Yeah. Uh, um. Anything else that you saw? Um. Not a huge amount, to be honest. Uh, like you said, it's not a. It's not a big news time right now, really, is it? Um, no, it's not. But I did find um, a couple of articles that I thought would be good to run through, just because this is the beginning of the uh-huh. year. Um, yeah. And actually, it was looking back at last year. Um, yeah. And uh, this was a list from InsideUniversal.net of uh, 10 stories that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they thought were significantly important by the end of uh, the mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah. It talks about Mardi Gras, which we haven't heard about yet. We know, um, we know that Mardi Gras is happening again this year, but I've not seen too much um, mm-hmm. of the plans of of what's going on. But obviously, that did come back, and that was probably the first. I think that was the first like theme park event to come back properly. Mm-hmm. Really, it's you know it wasn't it wasn't full. Yeah. Um, the concerts weren't weren't happening, which. We did see again for Christmas, and it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see with uh, with Omicron um, going about at the moment whether or not they mm-hmm. will be back. Um, yeah, I suppose it's a little bit too early to tell still, but um, it was good for that. What I didn't notice, I don't know how we didn't hear about this, but I, I we didn't talk about it on here. Um, was some of the places that changed in City Walk, mm-hmm. so. Um, Fusion Bistro Sushi, which I've never ever gone to, um, and the Groove and the Red Coconut Club, um, mm-hmm. all went. I don't remember. I don't remember reading about those at all. Um, the Fusion Sushi um, place turned into Ben the Bow, okay, which was which was Bow Buns, which I think we did cover, but I didn't realise that that's what it had replaced but I didn't realise that the Groove and the Red Coconut Club had gone Um, no I don't think I don't think any of us ever gone to those places but I knew what they were but yeah Um, also mentioned is uh, the fact that uh, A Day in the Park with Barney closed and was replaced with DreamWorks Destination Mm -hmm. Um, which I think Barney had been there since about 93? Yeah, a long time. 94? So, yeah, that was a long-standing attraction. Again, one not I never went to. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a place with this uh, DreamWorks celebration, which 
have you ever actually seen any footage of? Don't think so. No. It's um, it's weird. It's like uh, I suppose a bit like the Minions dance party at the end of um, the Minions attraction, the first mm-hmm. Despicable Me Minions attraction. Um, but it had you know characters from all different work uh, DreamWorks films, so Kung Fu Panda. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but we'll call him Kung Fu Panda. Um, mm-hmm. A few of the trolls from the movie Trolls, and some of the characters from Madagascar and Shrek as well um, turn up in it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a dance party with the kids where you could like take selfies and stuff. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, another story was, you know, talking about, you know, get, getting more back to normal. So the fact that Volcano Bay reopened last February. Um, mm-hmm. The hotels um, are now back, all back yeah. now uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, and things like um, Rock the Universe, Grad Bash, and Dark Arts at Hogwarts mm-hmm. returning mm-hmm. as well. Um, That's good. Yeah. So yeah, it's all it's all good stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the the fact that there was a change at the top, so uh, Bill Davis uh, stepped down at the end of last year, um, and Karen yeah. Irwin who was the president of Universal Studios Hollywood, replaced him um, as of the 1st mm-hmm. of um, January, mm-hmm. which was uh, quite big. Um, as yeah. we just talked about as well, Fear Factor closed. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the attraction I've never, <laughs> ever done in all my trips there. Oh, we did it once. We did it one time. Um, yeah, it was... It, I didn't think it was great. It was no. more of a game show than... It's a bit like um, I'm a celebrity getting me out of here. You know, they've got people drinking maggots and in a concoction and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was great. And I mean, the other thing as well with that is, you know, again, during Halloween Horror Nights, it was it was always closed anyway because of it mm. being used as a stage to put on a, a show. Bill That's and right, Ted yeah. was obviously there for years. Um, mm-hmm. Then it was replaced with... Um, Oh God! What's the dance group? Uh, well, the last time we were there, it was Academy of Vampires. Had the yes. show there. Academy, yeah. of, Academy of Villains. Academy of Villains. Sorry, yeah, knew it was a V. Yeah, um, and it was good. It's a good show. Yeah, um, they were replaced this year because of some uh, other controversy controversies with a new troupe. Uh, but mm-hmm. that stage now is uh, is mm-hmm. currently being demolished. Um, yeah as we said, to be replaced with something Harry Potter uh, based mm-hmm. according to rumours. But it, it again, yep. that's something else that Halloween Horror Nights won't uh, won't have access to. Um, mm-hmm. The Blue Man Group ended their run after 14 years. Yeah. Which was uh, a real shame. Like, it never, it never reopened after the pandemic. Um, yeah. It was used, they used the, the theatre for Grinchmas this year. Um, but it's it's a big soundstage. It's right at the front of the studios, mm-hmm. so it's not really. Well, before it was uh, Blue Man Group, it was Nickelodeon, wasn't it? It's never yeah. been part of the. You know, it's never been a theme park attraction or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. be interesting to see what they do um, with it yet, uh, there. Um, mm-hmm. We did get Halloween Horror Nights come back, slightly muted. Um, mm-hmm. obviously it's not back to full strength but it was in terms of what they put on um, 
a full experience, like they had, you know, a regular number of houses rather than the two that they'd had in uh, 2020, uh, yeah, 2020. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there were provisions in there like, um, you know, people having to wear masks and uh, characters being hidden in plexiglass or behind protective uh, material as mm-hmm. well because of the ongoing pandemic. So, you know, it, again, more of a return to normal, but not quite there yet. Okay. Um, construction restarted on Epic Universe. Um, now, that mm-hmm. was originally supposed to start opening in 2023. Yeah. Uh, obviously not going to happen. Um, <laughs> looking at the state of it at the moment, it's still pretty much ground zero. But um, I, would, I would expect now... 2025 26 mm-hmm. would be realistic yeah. so yeah. you know depends how quickly they can get people full up to speed i suppose working on it but of course mm. the biggest story was uh that the loss of case are opened mm-hmm. yeah sounds uh sounds like to uh to good reviews really i mean i've i've stayed away from the spoiler pov videos but i certainly read and heard Good things about Velocicoaster. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, uh, everyone I know that's done it um, has, has, you know, just said, like, what a wonderful attraction uh, it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, it, you know, looking at the uh, the track layout um, mm-hmm. does scare me, but I'm going to have to go on it at least once. Um, uh, yeah. I'll get over it. I'll be fine. I've fully gone it multiple times. <laughs> Um, we'll have a quick look over at Hollywood. Same thing. Um, mm-hmm. Starbucks and City Walk closed, which is unusual mm. because yes. Starbucks is one of those places that you know you just always expect to find. Yeah. So. So um, there's no, no Starbucks and City Walks at all at the minute. Uh, in in Hollywood, no. No. But there are still, oh. um, you know, you can still get Starbucks drinks inside the park. Mm-hmm. So similar to okay. Orlando, you know, you've got the, yeah. you know, you've got the Starbucks location inside the park as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. you can get your fix, but you do have to have a park uh, ticket to get mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah. or, in Orlando, they still got one in City Walk, then, yeah. Yes, by it's near Coalstone Creamery, I think, um, in that yes. sort of area. Yes, that's yep. right. Yeah, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. across from yep. uh, pretty much across from Cinnabon, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, construction uh, has ramped up for uh, Super Nintendo World. Mm-hmm. Um, that hasn't got an official date, but I think could be open this year. Um, judging by mm-hmm. the, the speed of progress, so that will be um, exciting. Um, yeah. You know, I've seen what they've done in Japan. Uh, I think we're getting at least two of the. Uh, attractions. I don't think we're going to mm-hmm. ever see in Hollywood the expansion that Japan are getting at the moment just because of um, you know how Hollywood is set out. But uh, yeah, if it looks anywhere near as good as the, mm-hmm. the one in Japan, then that'll be uh, good. It's like that the park needs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another thing that Hollywood has that Orlando doesn't is a Minion Cafe. Right. Um, I mean, it's it's quite basic thing part of it when you look at the menu you know things like mm-hmm. uh sandwiches uh 
uh, grilled cheese and grilled cheese with meatballs, chicken, bacon, ranch, mm-hmm. mac and cheese. Uh, yeah. But I do have a Nutella banana pudding, which sounds quite fun. Mm, that sounds good, yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, last year, got an NBC Sports Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. So, which, you know, I, I don't know if that's the only other one they've got. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a, a chain as such. Yeah. I mean, obviously now yeah. it's a chain because yeah. there's more than one. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that opened uh, in Hollywood as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there is supposed to be a twosome opening up as well. Okay. I think, I want to say it was replacing Hard Rock. Right. But I could be mistaken. And I, I know it was replacing a restaurant that was there already. Um, sure. But that seems to have stalled. So I don't know if that's just because right. of what's been going on. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, we talked about the change at the top for Orlando mm-hmm. and obviously the fact that uh, Karen Irwin left her post in Hollywood. Um, Tom Merman mm-hmm. um, had been the president of uh, Beijing um, and he'll be overseeing uh, Hollywood now. Right. Um, but also mm-hmm. the Pacific Rim. So that's Universal Studios Japan and Beijing as well still. So... It's quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had a, I, I guess, kind of doing a Disney thing there. They had the Taste of Universal. Right, so this okay. Is, this, this sounds very much like what I did in Disneyland, where there was like bits of pieces for you to yeah. kind of go and eat uh, and just yeah. kind of sample what was going on. Yeah. Um, we got Jurassic World, had some updates already. So changed some of the mm-hmm. scenes and they added a new animatronic to the end of the attraction as well. Um, Good, it needed it, I think. I'd really like to see it come to Orlando. I do like the Jurassic Park River Adventure, but mm-hmm. having seen what they've done uh, in Hollywood, I would love to see that uh, come over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, Halloween Horror Nights uh, mm-hmm. you know, also came back to, to Hollywood. Same kind of thing, though. Um their new attraction for that year, their big new attraction was Secret Life of Pets off the leash. Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen footage from that? No, no, does it look good? I personally, it, it's had really good reviews, but mm-hmm. I think some of the animatronics look really naff. Yeah, like the kind of animatronics that you'd get on a parade float, right? If that makes sense. You know how they're they're good, mm-hmm. but they're not as as high quality as what you'd expect to see in you know on a natural attraction inside yeah. a building. So um, I don't know. The footage of it doesn't look great, but the reviews mm-hmm. tend to be pretty good. Like a lot of people are, you know, hopeful it comes to Orlando, but mm-hmm. I can't say I'm I'm one of those to be honest. Yeah. Um, and their big story for the year was that it opened. It reopened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I suppose that's, a, that's, that's a big enough story, isn't it? I think it is considering that um, you know California was a lot more uh, cautious. Yeah, with definitely. reopening. So mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was yeah. in the end, it was closed for over a year, three hundred ninety-six yeah. days uh, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. How long was Orlando closed for? 
Orlando, oh, it's only a few months, wasn't it? They opened back up around June, July time. Yeah, yeah, it was like, was it April or June or April? May, it was March, May, March, March to June somewhere. March it closed. Right. Like, it was pretty much the 15th of March was when, at least when Disney and Universal and Orlando closed their part. So yeah. I think Hollywood was around about the same time. Um, but, you know, Orlando started opening up around late June, I think. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was closed a long time. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, just to show that we are starting to get more uh, more kind of back to normal, if that can mm-hmm. <laughs> ever be uh, a yeah. thing. Um, but was there, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Nothing in the park. Um, no, that's fine. No, I did have something sort of connected to the parks, but not in the park. Okay, well, let's uh, okay. let's take a step out and uh, okay. let's go and have a look at what's going on outside the parks. Okay, so I'll let you go first, just because you've intrigued okay. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this one, this one isn't actually a Universal story; it's a Disney story. But I, I kind of raise it because there's the potential for it to come to Universal. So. I think most people know that um, Disney used to run a complimentary service uh, from Orlando Airport to Walt Disney World, and that that, that uh, Disney's Magical Express, uh, and that that came to an end in January and was replaced uh, by Mia's Connect. So Mia's um, started that new service, so you have to pay for that, and the pricing actually isn't that bad really it's um for an adult one way it's 16 dollars round trip is 32 dollars child 1350 round trip 27 and they actually have a an express service so if you if you don't want to share the bus with other people and, and visit different resorts on the way to your resort um you can use express service and it's 250 dollars but that's for up to four passengers and then it's $55 for each additional passenger. But it, if you look at the FEQs, it says, you know, one of the FEQs is, will other resorts in the Orlando area be added to Mears Connect? And the answer is yes. Mears is planning to add other resorts in hmm. phases. Please check back early 2022. So, so that could be good if it included Universal, but... This week, um, there was another piece of news that um, that basically there's another service which is launched, which is which is very much like Mears um, Connect. So it's, it's called the Sunshine Flyer. I don't know if you no. if you saw this one. Yeah. So the Sunshine Flyer, it's a it's a service like Mears Connect. It goes from Orlando Airport to Walt Disney World, and it and it visits most of the resorts. And the pricing is, is very, very similar. It's actually slightly more expensive. It's $17 one way for an adult, 34 round trip, but a child is only $12.50, $25 round trip. Um, doesn't seem to be the express option that Mia's Connect has got. But it's interesting. It's, it's actually themed, so the, the coaches are themed like 1920s trains and, and coaches. 
and the drivers are actually dressed up like 1920s train drivers. Um, just kind of interesting, a, a coach that's themed like a train, but hey, at least they're making an effort. Um, so kind of interesting. You've now got you've now got two services from MCO paid services replacing um, the Disney's free service, and you've got to believe that it's only a matter of time before at least one of them makes its way to Universal as Universal continues to grow and it's got. You know, and the summer resort has opened up. It's got a number of different resorts. Um, so, yeah, just uh, it is more of a Disney story, but it sounds like at least me as Connect have got plans to extend it, and uh, hopefully that happens this year. Well, again, it's, it's weird. I mean, we have these separate shows, but mm-hmm. there's an increasing amount of, of crossover. And yeah, last week on Disney, we were talking about the fact that you know, I think the way that people are vacationing now, uh, mm-hmm. in when going to Orlando, is, is vastly different. Like yeah. beforehand, you know, people would go for two or three weeks, would generally stay on Disney property. They might have a few days at Universal property, um, mm-hmm. but if they didn't, what they might do is just you know take a few days out of their trip. Um, to yeah. visit places like Universal, maybe SeaWorld. Um, mm-hmm. Bush Gardens is is quite a bit further out down in Tampa. So whilst people would yeah. do those, generally mm-hmm. speaking, most tourists would stick to, uh, you know, what was in a uh, reasonable distance. Um, so you would, ha- you would have that now yeah. with the fact that, you know, Disney prices have obviously gone up tremendously, a lot of the perks have been taken away for staying on property and the fact that Universal have obviously increased their the number of hotel offerings that they've got for various budgets, that people are now looking at Universal um, more as their, their kind of destination and, yeah. and going from there. So they'll go to Disney for maybe a week, but they'll spend more mm-hmm. time at Universal, which is obviously what they want to do. But, you know, 10 yeah. years ago, that, that definitely wasn't what people were thinking about. And yeah. obviously... Universal in the process of, as we mentioned, Epic Universe, that'll be their mm-hmm. their brand new park. So yeah. although it's not, you know, you're going to have to travel between Epic Universe and Universal Studios, the simple mm-hmm. fact that they are, you know, building another park means that there's yeah. even more incentive for people to want to spend more time at Universal. So it makes yeah. more sense that there are these offerings um, mm-hmm. that are coming on. And like you said, like you know, the the Magical Express was something really well known, and yeah. was part of your most people's Disney uh, package as well. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, and, and I'm correct, aren't I, that Mia's were running Magical Express for Disney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Mia's were running the service. Yeah, yeah that's so it's, right. it's just that that agreement has ended. The Mia's are just doing their own thing now. Um, yeah. But it, you know, it makes sense that with that kind of shift from people's holidays, that they would, yeah. you know, whether it's them, whether it's uh, the Golden Flyers, Sunshine Flyers, Sunshine um, Flyer, yeah, yeah. But the the fact that they are now looking at, you know, these alternative holidays because that is going to be mm-hmm. happening more and more. I wonder yeah. about iDrive to be honest, because you know, I think. 
certainly when I first went in 2007, whilst mm-hmm. there were, you know, even back then, I think there was hard rock and there was, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of other hotels. I think Portofino Bay might have been open by that point. Um, but there was a few universal hotels, but not many. Yeah. Um, so your options really were staying at one of those or staying on at, on Disney property or staying on yeah. iDrive. Mm-hmm. And people kind of, or, or, or obviously a villa, which people yeah, yeah. would normally do if they were a big family group or something. So that was like the four options. But now mm-hmm. with the with the fact that Universal have opened up more hotels, that they mm-hmm. literally have, you know, budget hotels all the way up to, you know, four or five star hotel mm-hmm. uh, type yeah, accommodations. Yeah. You know, they've, they've really given people a lot more variety. Yeah. And I wonder what impact that's had on iDrive. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because you, mm-hmm. you would think that that would have a knock-on effect because people yeah. would be less inclined. Because when you look at staying on iDrive, um, whilst there's deals to be had, they're not that much cheaper than staying at like a surfside mm-hmm. uh, or, or dockside uh, yeah. at Universal. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also as well, the fact that we've already talked about the fact that uh, car hire has gone up so much. Yes. And you've got to pay resort mm-hmm. fees or you've got to pay parking fees if you're going to the parks. You know, mm-hmm. there's all these other things to factor in now as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's just less incentives Mm-hmm. Uh, to stay in an iDrive. So I wonder if that is going to have yeah. uh, an impact in the next few years. Yeah, I think it may, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting, even on the on the Sunshine Flyer website as well, it says, in, in 2022, the Sunshine Flyer will be adding new locations to our service, including Orlando Hotels, International Drive Hotels, along with other Disney partner hotels. So... I mean, you got you've only got two companies doing this. Where before there was one that was included, it was complimentary for Disney guests, but it was kind of included in the price of the hotel. Um, I don't know. I, I said before, I definitely think Disney missed the trick here. I honestly don't know why they didn't just tell me as you continue to run, but it's still Magical Express. Continue to run it, um, but start charging for it. Um, I don't know why they felt they had to take it away completely. And, and now you've got Mia's who've just decided there's money in it. And now you've got another company who've decided there's money in it. And um, it sounds like both of them are going to be extending that service to other places. They don't specifically say Universal, but it's got to be Universal. I mean, with all the hotels they've got now, soon to be three theme parks and a water park. Um, it's got the scale. So, uh, gotta believe it's it's coming. That's yeah, because there's nothing like you know SeaWorld don't have anything today. Um, no, they've got something they, like that. They've yeah. got stuff you know across the road or whatever, but there's no yeah. actual on-site hotels or anything. No, I mean no, there was. Right. Why would you want to stay there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a quick look at um what was going on with Universal. Uh, in mm-hmm. terms of of films, because yeah. you know historically, uh, Universal Studios when it first opened obviously had quite a bit of their IP in there, um, mm-hmm. which has changed over time, but yeah. not been so much over the years. And they've started to get 
um, you know, other other things in license, other things, obviously most famously Potter, Islands of Adventures, you know, is is, you know, predominantly uh, other properties um outside of, of Universal. So I thought I'd have a quick look at their their upcoming slate to see if yeah. there's anything coming out that might be uh you know of interest in, you know, what they could be doing mm-hmm. going forward. It's really weird. You know, I th- I still think of Universal as being a big uh production uh studio, but it's it's mm-hmm. not actually. They're doing a lot of distribution um mm-hmm. where they might have either the distribution domestically um right. or internationally, sometimes both. Um mm-hmm. but they definitely seem to be more involved in distribution and actually making stuff at the moment. So right. the first film they've got that um, I'm, I'm going to ignore the ones that just, they're just distributing because they mm-hmm. won't own that. Um, but the first film they've got coming out this year as a co-production is a film called Marry Me, which is described as a romantic musical with right. uh, Jennifer, Lo- uh, Jennifer, Lawrence, Jennifer Lopez and mm-hmm. uh, Owen Wilson. Um, okay. I think it said so. I was like, okay, that's coming out for Valentine's, eleventh of February. Mm-hmm. So nice. makes sense. Um, oh, it's distribution only. I ignore that. Um, I'll include this. It says distribution only, but it's produced by DreamWorks, which they own. So I think that's mm-hmm. slightly different. So they've got a film called The Bad Guys coming out. Um, mm-hmm. This is based on a book series, apparently by Scholastic. Um, okay. but I've not seen a trailer for it yet. I've seen the poster. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like a DreamWorks film. Right. Yeah, in that kind yeah. of style that they do. Um, mm-hmm. it, um, from the look of things, it's, it's uh, you know, a bunch of villains, really. Yeah. Not superheroes, but like animals. But um, yeah, that's coming out in, in April. And I think with mm-hmm. a lot of things that are DreamWorks, you've got to believe that that's something they could incorporate into the parts if they wanted to. Right. Um, there's apparently an untitled Bloomhouse film coming out on May the 13th. Okay. Which uh, would be interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think probably their biggest release this year will be Jurassic mm. World Dominion. Yeah. Got to be. Um, which will come out on the 10th of June. Um, mm-hmm. Now, we've already kind of discussed that a little bit. We've obviously got Velocicoaster that's come out. We've got that weird thing at the moment where you've got this Jurassic uh, Park area, but you've also mm-hmm. got this Jurassic World area. Yeah. I think they need to make a decision. Do they just scrap Jurassic Park and make it all right. Jurassic World, or do they split yeah. it down the middle, which is what it kind of is now? But I, I just, I just doesn't, I don't feel it flows properly. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. it's a bit odd, but. Um, but yeah, so that that's a big thing. But obviously, they've already got stuff for that. Um, mm-hmm. As mentioned previously, first of July is Minions: The Rise of Gro. Mm-hmm. I think that's now two years after it was originally scheduled to come out. Um, I've seen merchandise for this for at least a year in shops. Right. Yeah, uh, just like action figures and Lego sets and stuff like that. So that's. Uh, quite funny but hopefully that that release date stays um and obviously mm-hmm. that is being incorporated in the park in some way um yeah. 
July 22nd is um, the release of Nope, which is nope. the next uh, film by Jordan Peele. Right. So um, he of Get Out and uh, mm-hmm. Us. Um, he likes a short title. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really know much about this at the moment. I've seen um, some of the casting for it, but uh, yeah. you know, if it's like the other films, it, you know, it should be good, but also probably something to be seen at Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd guess. Yeah. Um, they've got. I've seen the poster for it. Have you seen the poster? It's kind of yes. weird. Yeah, I couldn't work yeah. it out. I couldn't work it out. No, it's like a cloud with a kite tail on it. So, yes. Uh, yeah. But he's, nope. he's quite like that, though. With like with mm-hmm. his teaser stuff, it doesn't really give you any indication what it's going to be uh, yeah. about. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait for the trailer, but I'm, I'll look forward to that. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, a, a film that's made with Judd Apatow called Bros, which I'm assuming but it's an assumption that it'll be a comedy just because of mm-hmm. uh, Judd Apatow being behind it. Yeah. Um, then in September, apparently, there's a new Puss in Boots film coming out. Okay, yeah. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The Last um, Wish. Puss in Boots came out years ago. Mm. I want to say like about 2008, something like that. So it's strange it's getting a sequel now. Yeah. But uh that's the release date that's on on here, so I'll take that mm-hmm. for what it is. Um and then so it's September twenty third, and then fourteenth of October we got Halloween Ends. Right. Which is the last of this trilogy. Yeah. Of of Halloween films. Um obviously we've seen Halloween Halloween Horror Nights before. Um, yeah, maybe have a maybe it will have a presence. Halloween to me, it, especially with these new films, which I know. Did you see Halloween Kills? No, no, I haven't. It's, that it's was very, the one that launched last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Lee Cups is back. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. so you had Halloween was the first one. Yeah. Then Halloween yeah. Kills, and now Halloween ends. Um, I enjoyed Halloween Kills, but um, mm-hmm. it seems to be a very de- a divisive film, um, right? As all tricky middle films can be. So, mm. but but mm. I think this trilogy has been successful enough that you know we've talked before about could they get away with like doing an all year round maze, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably one that they could probably mm. do that with that franchise. Yeah. I mean, not that yeah. particular film, but that those that trilogy of films have just done. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, uh, what else we got here? Uh, at the end of the year, December twenty first, is uh, untitled Mario film. Okay. So, um, I think what's interesting there is obviously Hollywood's getting Nintendo, um, mm-hmm. possibly this year. Universal, which uh, Orlando, which was the first place that were talking about it coming, there's still mm-hmm. no sign of it. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm hoping it is part of the first phase of uh, Epic Universe, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, looking at that, there's not a lot. I think that they yeah. do that much with, and I think that's that's a problem, really. Mm-hmm. I think you know that the parks do suffer a little bit from not having those big IPs 
that yeah. you know Sony or um, Disney obviously have from you know via Lucasfilm and, and Marvel as well as their own stuff. Um, mm. But I was a bit disappointed looking at that list and just thinking there's not mm. much there that I can see going into the parks, really. No, no, obviously Jurassic World, but they've already got Velocical stuff, so they're going to keep expanding that area. And the thing is, Jurassic, um, you know, the first Jurassic Park was, uh, you know, 20, this year it was tw- it's 29 years old. Yeah. You know, it's a long franchise. I know it obviously had a a, a huge gap between yeah. Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's an old franchise. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I really feel that they need to try and create something new mm-hmm. or big or both. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, there you go. So that's mm. that's the upcoming slate of films, anyway, for yep. uh, people that like going to the cinema. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything there that you think um, you'd probably actually make a, an effort to go and see at the cinema? Um, yeah, but definitely, definitely the um, the horror type one. Yeah. In addition to Jurassic World, so Halloween, I, I will watch Halloween Kills. I like the Halloween films. And then um, Halloween ends. If that's if that's coming up, we'd watch that. And um, and the nope, nope. I'll probably go and see that if it's uh, if it's any good. Because I did like I like Get Out. I and I I did quite like Us. I didn't love it, but I, it was it was an interesting film. It was it was definitely a good watch. But it's the kind of film that you sort of appreciate and you enjoy, but don't love it. Um, I enjoyed it more but he's an interesting uh, filmmaker hmm? yeah I enjoyed it more the second time around yeah um, I haven't seen it a second time so maybe I should watch it again well I I mean I only did because I saw it at a cinema on my own uh-huh. and then yeah. when it came out uh, to watch at home I watched oh. it again with uh, the wife because she liked Get yeah. Out and I said to her uh-huh. look it's not Get Out but I still think it's worth a watch. And I did enjoy it more the second time, uh, right. probably because I'd already watched it once. So, yeah. you know, my expectations were at a different level to the first time. But, um, uh-huh. yeah, I don't think I don't think it was as as, uh, as good as Get Out. But I think he's a, a really mm. interesting director. And I think he tells yeah. certain mm. interesting stories with, with, you know, interesting twists on them as well. But mm-hmm. I don't think it landed mm-hmm. quite as well as as uh, Get Out did. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll always give his films a watch anyway. I think he's yeah, uh, yeah, one of those filmmakers. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a couple there. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, no. There's like as we said, it's a bit of a slow news time, but hopefully things will start picking up again. I mean, it won't be. It won't be that long before we start hearing about Halloween Horror Nights again. Only a couple of months, hopefully. It's usually about April, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bits and pieces. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure the rumours will start flying out before that. I know uh, some of the creators have already talked about locking in some of the the mazes for this year. So Uh um, I'm I'm guessing that's probably the original houses rather than the IPs. Uh The IPs seem to be a little bit more 
last yeah. minute for them to be yeah. all contracted out. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, I think that information will probably start filtering through, like you say, in, in the early spring. So yeah. uh, that's always exciting to see what uh, we might be able to go and see. Yeah, let's um, talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be an interesting year. I mean, I mm-hmm. I just want to see more construction at Epic. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know what we're getting for Minions. Um, yeah. But it'd be really great if this year we do get an announcement about Epic. Now it's, mm-hmm. you know, back under construction, you know, yeah. what we're going to see. I don't, you know, they're not going to announce everything, granted, mm-hmm. but, you know, if they give us a, an idea of a few of the areas that they're putting in, I think that'll be uh, enough to mm-hmm. whet the appetites of uh, the fans. Yeah. So. yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Right, well, mm. let's call Good. the first episode to a close uh, for okay. the year. But, uh, Mr. Lee, thank you as always. Uh, yeah, you're very welcome. For joining. Um, I did. Get, I just got a message from Sinead saying she missed mm-hmm. the, uh, the message earlier, so that's why she's not here, but uh, she's okay. here in spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we will see you uh, next month for another episode of that Universal podcast. So until then... Uh, stay well stay safe and uh, we'll see you next month yeah take care everybody bye this podcast is a that production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network (laughs) 